So, you know, sometimes duty can become a distraction. What do I mean? I mean, we could get so caught up in the work that we are doing for Christ that we neglect to spend time with him. We will see in this episode that Martha, a devoted and dedicated follower of Jesus Christ, became distracted and could not listen to the words of Jesus because she was so caught up in all of the preparation she had to do. So come on into today's episode and let's see how we too can choose the better option. You ready? Let's go. So this is the last look in our series on distracted. And we're going to take a look at Martha. She was devoted, yet she was distracted. Now, if we go to Luke chapter 10, verse 40, the A clause, we find these words, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. Y'all, y'all know what distraction is. You should by now. But in the event you don't, let me remind you, distraction is to be pulled in different directions. It is to divide. It is even to throw into confusion. To be distracted is to be dragged away from your task. It is uh, something that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. It's the process of interrupting attention. It's the process of separating or drawing apart. Being distracted causes one to lose focus and become sidetracked and even lost. So it behooves us to get a grip on when we lose focus and when we veer too far off of our assignments or our task or of the word of God. So in this world that we live in, everyone has been distracted. And some of you may be distracted now. You could be driving, you could be in your kitchen. You know, there's a lot of things that could be going on that's vying for your attention. Social media, text messages, the television, social events, all kinds of activities, all of these things, they grab our attention and they pull us away from things that we should be focusing on mostly. They can pull us away from the things of God. Now, you know, I've said this and you know this, that the enemy wants to pull us away from God. He doesn't want us focused on God. He only wants to steal, kill, and to destroy. He wants us to distance ourselves from the life that God offers. And, you know, he's always trying to divert our attention and we must not make it easy for him. Y'all know we shouldn't make it. We should make it difficult for him uh, to divert our attention. Now we've talked about how distractions from the things of God can lead us to miss blessings. It can lead us to miss opportunities. It may even cause us to experience trials and lead to sin. We know Samson experienced trial. Um, we know that David was led into sin by being distracted. Even Eve, you know, disobeying God's word 
caused, you know, the rest of us to suffer as well. And we lost that close, um, up close and personal relationship with God, you know? And so we thank him though, that he gave us Jesus (laughs) so we can have a close and personal relationship with him now. So we've got to recognize again, when we become distracted and we must fight to focus Uh, there's a battle for your attention, y'all, and you got to fight to focus. Now, we find out, because we're talking about Martha today, that Jesus had a very close relationship with Martha, her sister Mary, and even Lazarus. You can read about that in John chapter 11. And um, Jesus loved them. That's what the Bible tells us. And we know that Jesus loved them. In this particular passage, though, in uh, Luke chapter 10, we find that Jesus goes to Bethany and Martha welcomes him into her home. And Jesus had his disciples with him as well. So she welcomed them into the home. She's glad to have Jesus in her home. And she wanted to make sure everything was right for her friend. Y'all ever had people that were coming over and you want to make sure everything is right? That means the house is clean. That means, you know, the atmosphere is right. You know, you're going to have some good food, whatever. You're trying to set the stage for your friend because you really want them to enjoy the stay. And so I feel like this is what Martha was doing. She was glad to have Jesus in her home. And so I believe her sister Mary was helping Martha get the things together. I believe that Mary was helping with the cleaning and maybe even the preparation of the food. Now, something happened, I believe, also that once Jesus came in and um, he sat down, he began talking. And once he started talking, I'm believing that Jesus, you know, he was full of wisdom and truth, that he was dropping some nuggets that that Mary wanted to hear. So Mary must have put down her apron and her dishcloth and she went and sat at Jesus's feet. Now the Bible tells us that, that she sat at the Lord's feet and she was listening to him. Now I told y'all that's in Luke chapter 10 and we're going to look at verse 40, right? Right. So let's read it as it goes. It says, as Jesus and his disciples uh, were on their way, I guess I started at verse 38. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. Verse 40, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations. Now notice it says Mary sat at the feet of of Jesus. And she was listening to what he said. Now that's the place you want to be. Mary had put aside all of the busy work and she sat at the feet of Jesus. Now Martha was distracted. Jesus was talking, but Martha was distracted. Martha could not hear what Jesus was saying because she had other things on her mind. How many of you can attest to that? How many of you have been 
sitting in uh, church services or listening to a pastor or teacher give the word of God, but you couldn't really focus. Even though they were talking, you were distracted by something else. Maybe you thought about what you had to do when you got home. Maybe you were thinking about the work that was at hand. Maybe there was something your kid had to do. Jesus is talking, but you are distracted. And that's where Martha was in this episode. She could not focus on what Jesus was saying because of her mind being preoccupied with other things. But Mary, she was at the feet of Jesus listening. Now, Martha was distracted by duty. Now, we remember King David, he ignored his duty, (laughs) his responsibility, and he got in trouble. In this case, we have someone who knows what her duty and responsibility is, but she's distracted by everything that she has to do that she doesn't make room to spend the time also with Jesus hearing what um, he was saying. So, you know, I don't know what those preparations were. And like I told you already, they could have been that she was cooking, cleaning. Maybe she was getting beds ready for Jesus. I don't know if he was spending the night, him and his friends. I I, I don't know. I don't know if this was a planned visit or Jesus, uh, it was unannounced in the sense that uh, Martha saw Jesus in the town and just said, Hey, come on by and get something to eat. I don't know. Could I, I don't know. Did Martha have time to get things ready before Jesus arrived? Again, I'm not sure. Whatever this case is, we are told that Martha was busy. She was busy. She was busy trying to get the stuff ready to the point that she was unable to give wholehearted attention to Jesus. She was preoccupied with preparation. See, that's nothing more than a distraction, especially when Jesus is talking, when Jesus is talking, when the word of God is going forth, we need to be attentive, shut down our minds wandering, or even uh, the things that we think are more important and pay attention to what Jesus Jesus is saying, now, hey, hey, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. And I know I'm not the only one guilty who has put whatever I needed to do above whatever, uh, whenever God was talking or Jesus was talking or I was hearing the word of God. She was distracted. She was pulled away from Jesus's words. And again, remember, I told you, this is what the enemy wants. He does not want us to hear what Jesus is saying. Now get this. There was nothing wrong with what Mary was doing. There was nothing wrong with what Mary was doing. There was nothing wrong with what Mary was doing. Okay. Nothing wrong with it. There was even nothing wrong with what Martha was doing. Can I say that again? There was nothing wrong with what Martha was doing, okay? She just closed her ears to what Jesus was saying, and she chose her work over the words of Jesus. So that was a problem. So here Mary is though, she's sitting at the feet of Jesus and she's soaking up every word. So, you know, 
that's a significant point, which we will not go into great detail because it's one of the things that the disciples did. And that was um, the culture of that day. And it was also unusual in that day for a woman uh, to be a disciple. Sitting at the feet indicated discipleship, but Jesus didn't turn her away. And Jesus does not turn women away from being his disciple. I know there's a lot of debate about what women can do when it comes to the gospel. But hey, if, if God gave the donkey the ability to speak a word. I know he can give a woman the ability to speak a word. Okay, I digress. So in verse number 40, we see that Martha's distraction is causing her to be distraught. It's causing her to be distraught by what she sees. And it puts her in disbelief that Jesus is doing nothing about it. Now, this is where Martha is, that there is much work to be done. Mary's not helping though. So Martha goes and she interrupts Jesus's talking. Y'all, she says to Jesus, this is verse 40, don't you care? What, don't you see that? She says, um, Martha was distracted. And she says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Okay. You know, when she says, don't you care? It For me, it's almost like when the disciples were in the boat, when the storm arose, you know, they felt like Jesus wasn't doing anything about it. Surely Jesus got to know that it is a storm out there. This boat is rocking. We're about to drown. So they go and wake Jesus up and they say, don't you care? That's the same thing that uh, Martha is saying, don't you care? She is shocked that Jesus isn't doing anything. She's saying, Jesus see me in here doing all this work and there Martha is sitting down on the floor um, at his feet, but she's not helping me. Then look, she's defending her position. She's saying that she's doing all this work by herself. She's feeling as if she's the only one working. How many of you get distracted thinking that, that you're the only one working? The prophet Elijah, he thought that too. He thought he was the only one of the Lord's prophets left, the only one of them. But we know that is not true. So then she makes a demand. Martha makes a demand. See what distraction does? Distraction made Martha give Jesus a demand. And that was Tell Martha to help me. Tell, I mean, tell Mary to help me. Tell her to help me. Those are the words that she used. Now, if we look at this whole scene, we'll see that Jesus not once called Martha away from what she was doing. Not once did Jesus say to Martha, stop that and come here and listen to me. Jesus knew that both of these things was essential, like, like were essential. For example, Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, oh, it's essential for you to hear the word of God. Jesus also knew that work had to be done, all right? And he knew that was needed as well. But Martha came and interrupted Jesus because she was distracted. 
she was distracted. So Jesus is talking. So she interrupts him and she gives him her demand. But look at what Jesus says. He says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. He said one thing was needed. Mary has chosen what was better and it will not be taken away from her. Now, Jesus knew Martha had a lot on her mind and that she was so obsessed with the work that she was doing for Jesus that she forgot to spend time with Jesus, not Mary. Mary didn't forget to spend time with Jesus. Y'all, that's a word for us too, that sometimes we could get so caught up in the work for Jesus that we forget that intimacy. We forget to spend that quality time with him. You know, my thought is that Martha's distraction caused her to miss out on intimate time with Jesus. It caused her to miss being at his feet and just taking in what he was saying. So, you know, when I think about this, I think, you know, could Martha have uh, the ability to do her work and listen at the same time? You know, I guess there's some people say that they can't walk and chew gum at the same time. But I really do believe that there's a possibility to do the thing that you're doing and listen to the word at the same time. Martha was so disappointed at Mary that I believe it impended her um, progress for the work that she had to do. You know, she was so distracted that she couldn't even focus on the work that she was doing. It was delaying the accomplishment of her work because her mind was focused on what somebody else wasn't doing. How how many times do you do that? How many times do we focus on what others are not doing to the point that it interferes with what we are doing? And then also, you know, it could be that Martha's work was being done out of duty and obligation and somehow she lost the joy in the thing that she was doing. Sometimes y'all in life, we get so caught up in the work that we forget to enjoy enjoy it. And I think that's what happened with Martha. Now we can understand Martha's dilemma. Now I'm not trying to, you know, just hit Martha over the head with blame. No, not me. She, I could think, wanted to be where Mary was too, but in her mind, she just couldn't do it because of the work that was there to do. So she felt frustrated. She felt irritated. I'm sure Martha was devoted to Jesus. It's evident. We already know that the Bible tells us that Jesus loved them. She welcomed him into her home. They were friends. She was devoted to his task, to his mission, to his ministry, but yet she was distracted by her duty. She gave, um, attention to making sure things were right for him because um, she wanted them to be. She followed him and she was attentive to making sure that things were done well. But the problem again was she was distracted by the work. 
The Bible tells us that we need to do everything without complaining or grumbling. But that's what Martha was doing. She was doing this work, but she was complaining and grumbling. We need to enjoy this work and not be distracted by it. We need to do everything we do for him enthusiastically. See, she was doing this for Jesus. She welcomed him. Y'all, we have welcomed Jesus into our hearts. We have welcomed him into our lives. And as a result, we have a relationship with him and the heavenly father. We are part of God's family and we have a work to do, but the work we do should not be done with grumbling. It should not be done with complaining. The work that we do should be done enthusiastically all right because we get to do this work for God now would there be trying times yes there will be times when we get agitated and frustrated but we got to remember to take all of these cares to the Lord in prayer all right it's not to de uh to detract us from the good, not our attitudes. We're not to allow them to influence the work and take our focus off of the intimate relationship that we have with Jesus by looking at what someone else is not doing. Look, Psalms 102 say that we are to serve the Lord with gladness. And Martha at this point wasn't serving him with gladness. She was distracted by the duty. It was just getting on her nerves that she had to do it by herself. Martha's mind was focused on getting the work done to the point that she neglected her guest. She really didn't attend to her guest and she lost the joy in what she was doing for them. Y'all ever been doing stuff, Thanksgiving and whatever, and you in your mind, I can't wait till they go because I'm just tired of all this and I got to do all this. Well, you're doing it with the wrong attitude. You got to adjust your attitude. You can't be distracted by the duty. You got to delight in the work that you're doing. Therefore, you will not enter into frustration. You will not enter into sin by the words you say, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Look at what Jesus said. Jesus said, Mary chose what was better. And so we too must learn how to choose what is better. There will always be things that need to be done. Right now, I need to go and put some clothes in the dryer. I need to get up from here and clean the house planning a trip. I need to get my stuff together. But first things are first. We don't need to neglect our chores, y'all. We don't need to neglect our preparations, but mostly we do not need to neglect spending quality time with the master. Spending this time with him will help fuel and propel the other things that we have to do. And we may find that we do them with better ease after we have spent time with him. We need to learn of him and from him so that we can live this life that he has called us to live in sincerity and truth. Now, here's a warning about distraction as I end this series on distraction, talking about Samson, David, 
Eve and now Martha, that first Peter five and eight says that we need to be alert and of sober mind because the enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, lion looking for someone to devour. He is looking for someone um, that he can eat up. Okay. And he wants to eat us up with distraction. Do not be distraction, distracted by duty and all of the preparations and things you have to do. In all that you have to do, remember to gain your delight in it. Spend time with God. And when you spend time with God, he will help you with those preparations and processes and things that you need to do. Remember that, okay? We are devoted to him. Yet we can become distracted, but we can gain control over our distraction by putting our focus back on our Lord. Father, thank you that you have told us what is best. So even in those moments when we're thinking about what we need to do, help us remember to first spend that time with you. And we know you will give us the fuel and energy to do the other things we need to do as well. All right, y'all. This has been your daily dose. Remember, a daily dose of God's word. It's good for the soul. Be blessed. Mm-hmm.